It is February 11th, 2019. We're here with the uh, fourth episode of the Danger Zone podcast. Myself, Connor Riley, Isaiah, new in, new guy here tonight. We got RJ Schmidt. Intern. Sends Will blew us off. Bros before, you know what. Yeah, you fill in the blank. <laughs> Don't swear on here because we're politically correct. <laughs> and we're now on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, so look us up on there. Big big step for the yes. podcast. We're, we're making it. Approved by the board of whatever at Apple. Apple. Steve Jobs, thank you. <laughs> Steve Jobs himself. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to talk a little human sport. So, uh, it's been a lot of games since we last talked to you guys. So, yeah. uh, Connor, why don't you give us some closure on that British Sheen game? Yeah, tell, tell us what happened there and give us your stat line. Please. Yeah. Specifically free throws. And what went through your head when basically their student section pulled your pants down? Mentally, uh, <laughs> you know what you. Assaulted you. All right. Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> so uh, the Hillman unfortunately lost that game. We're not here to blame it on Connor, but it definitely didn't help. Could <laughs> have made those free throws. Totally different game. Totally different game. You know, or at least hit the rim on those free throws. So then, then uh, well, you guys rebounded though. Yeah. Good, good right? comeback. Uh, Saturday night against Lancaster. Yeah. You want to talk about that? You want to talk about that game? Did you, did you shoot any free throws in that game? I don't think you did. Treatment. No, I didn't. Didn't miss a free throw. Didn't make one either. Right. Good so, work in that game. Thank yep. you. I think we know the key to victory. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, do you have any game? Edgewood. Edgewood. Oh, Edgewood yeah. yesterday. All right. You want to tell us about that game? Yep. Hard fought game. Could have gone either way. Lost by two points. It's a tough loss. Yep. Tough loss again. Yeah, so What'd you shoot for free throws? I don't remember that stat line. Two for two for five, was it? Not sure. All right, wow. Well, I think your free throw percentage went up then. Oh, if you made one free throw, they went up. <laughs> that is true. And then girls. Um, girls, all that. So we're just, you know, me and Connor up at Edgewood yesterday. Full sent it over to the girls game in Richmond Center. <laughs> That was an uh, interesting game. Good game. Some ejections, I heard. Some ejections. Just one. Just one. Just one. Just one. We're just on a section. Not very uh, Not very uh, politically classy. correct. You're yeah. telling me that they're not politically correct? Oh, my Lord. Yeah, well, I mean, they were chanting that we believe we won. And uh, Gabe Tashner decided to bring up uh, football season. So and that was a good move by him. <laughs> but they haven't won a conference game in... 75 years. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's bad luck. But the girls played on Saturday, too? No, Friday night in Dodgeville. Oh, comeback win. Comeback win. Big big time dub. Yeah. Um, what other sports? Rus- Will? Rus- Will? Oh, Russell yeah. on Saturday? Uh, yeah, um, he who shall not be named won the 195 uh, weight Conference class and regionals. Conference and regionals. Um, knocking on wood here. It's gonna win sectionals too next week. And up in uh, zone will definitely be live from the state tournament. Oh next yeah, Friday on the mat. Or excuse me, ne- uh, next 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 Friday, next, yeah. next Friday. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much every sport. That's oh, uh, girl, girls got a two seed in the uh, tournament. Really? Who do we got first? Uh it's between who's it? Um, 
Dodgeville and somebody else. Who's the one yeah. seed? Prairie. Oh, so regional championship at Prairie? No. It'd be sectional, sectional semifinal. semifinal at Edgewood. Against cool. Prairie. Yes. That's a winnable game. A definitely winnable game. That's a winnable game. I'm liking this seeding. I'm liking this. I think we got a chance to go to state. So I think that – is that it for Hillman Recap? Oh, there was swimming Saturday, right? Okay, yeah. that's it for Hillman Recap. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and now we're going to talk about some uh, life at uh, PHS news and um, events that happened in life in general. Give you life so, uh, yeah, I'm just going to say it. The parking lot is atrocious. Well, whoever designed it first off is an idiot. I don't, I don't blame the people that designed it. I blame the Hillman. Nobody student. in this town knows how to drive. Like, they don't know oh, how to yeah. park, honestly. Like, how yeah. do you park someone in a parking lot? I mean. Like, it happened like three or four times. Yeah. If you're an ID10T, that's how. Shout out, Mr. Foley. Tell me what that meant. You want to explain it? Um, idiot. Huh. It spells out idiot. You kidding me? What? ID 10T. Uh, That's so interesting. You are an ID 10T, Tim. That's perfectly fine. So, back to the park situation. Saturday, there was quite a few cars when I went up to the park to go to the my basketball game at Edgewood. I couldn't park anywhere. There was a couple, quite a few spots for the gymnastics meet, and there was like one car parked like down the aisle like not even like horizontal like <laughs> i was like what are you doing like you ever been to platteville before i guess not maybe they haven't Why i don't know ah. is it true that you parked on the sidewalk yeah i did park on the sidewalk did not get a ticket though wow f word you there were other people that parked on the sidewalk too wasn't the first one or the last there were multiple lanes in our parking lot on friday that you could not get up or not. oh no um yeah we gotta fix that yeah. Hey, you gotta plow it a little bit better. I mean, I mean yeah. uh, even if you don't plow it, put like, some salt down. But just, still, just have some common sense. It's gonna be worse this week with all the snow that we're about to get to. So just prepare yourself. Winter you, is coming. School Tuesday. <laughs> Winter is coming. Uh, no school Tuesday. Um, confirmed right here, right now. We called it Sunday night. You can add us because we called it. You're welcome. Um. Yeah. Anything else happen at PHS? Nothing really. Any fights this week? I don't think so. Oh, um, no. We're not going to talk about that. I can talk about that. Yeah. That's it for our uh, Hillman, Hillman events. Life news. Hillman Life News yeah. uh, PHS events. Now for some uh, serious talks. <laughs> kind of. Not really. So it's come to our attention, mostly my attention, uh, that in a few, specifically episode one, that there's been... Um, some concern over some comments made politically, uh, specifically with what I said about the wall. Um, just going to clear some things up on what I meant, and uh, so you know you can rest your hearts. Number one, uh, we are not a racist podcast. Um, what? We hate racism, actually. Um, when I made the comments about the wall, I did not mean every Mexican coming over the border is a rapist or murderer, obviously. Obviously, there are very good people that come here legally. But all I'm saying is the wall would prevent some rapists and murderers from getting, and sex traffickers from getting into America. And uh, I want to stop those bad people because those are horrific things. 
And if someone wants to come in from Mexico or down south legally, then I am all for it. And I think they should come here and start a new life in, in my opinion, the best country in the world. And if you disagree with me, you can go live somewhere else. And... Yeah, uh, Tim Lynn's going to talk about some stuff now. All right, and uh, furthering that wall discussion, some Democrats have come out this week and said that they are open to wall funding. So, like I've said all along, especially at lunch, the wall is getting built. That's a fact. Live with it. Hey, build a wall and crime will fall. Ah. All right, now we welcome onto the show Jordan Stanton, a former defensive lineman for New York Giants from 2014 to 2015. Hey, Jordan. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, welcome to the Danger Zone podcast. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, pretty good, man. Oh, uh, we got some quick questions for you. We don't want to take too much time, but um, if that's cool. Oh, uh, what was the transition like from <laughs> JMU to the NFL? Um, it was crazy. Uh, so the draft and. My graduation date were in the same weekend. All right. Um, so the third the third day of the draft was the day I graduated. So it was kind of crazy sitting at graduation, texting my agent back and forth, and um, just trying to go through the process while trying to enjoy graduating college, which is also a huge accomplishment. So uh, it was kind of crazy. It was hectic, but it's all all exciting, but very. Uh, very stressful too as well yeah yeah i'm sure um another quick question we got we only got like five of these so we don't take too much time um what was like the giants locker room like when you remember them like was it similar to like jmu or or like the differences anything that stood out um it was more of, of it was it's definitely professional but definitely like it's Every all adults, it's all a bunch of different personalities. You have some some real older guys who don't joke as much and who are very serious. Then you have some younger guys who just out of college, like myself, full with energy. Um, some guys are more reserved to themselves, but uh, it was it was a fun locker room. It was, it was very we're there's no one that like secluded themselves and thought they were better than anybody. Everybody was treating everybody the same whether you're a five-year vet or you're a first-day rookie so it was like a, it, was a, it was a huge family locker room which i appreciated all right hey man isaiah here i just got a quick question um what's the like intensity level difference between going from you know high school to college to nfl can you kind of can uh, explain those transitions okay yeah so high school um it's more of like bragging rights from your, your friends growing up in the neighborhood or bragging rights from rival schools and such like that. In college, it's, it, you start to feel more of the doggy dog world as competing and, uh, staying healthy and then managing, uh, more, more academically, uh, managing that lifestyle and being, it's more of a job than high school. It's more of like, Hey, it's just a recreational sport and xyz but college becomes more of a job um going to school full-time uh doing uh charity events for the football team doing uh uh practices study halls all that stuff became more stressful 
and uh and then high school and then as you go from from college to pros that's your job so you're scratching and clawing to provide for your family provide for yourself uh keep a roof over your head it it it, it, it to to the players in your eyes it's like it's do or die honestly for most people gotcha and obviously you know, NFL athletes are, you know, the top of the top when it comes to athletics and strength and everything. So, like, what were your weight yeah. room numbers like uh, going into the draft and everything? So, I going into the draft, I was benching about 395 at the time. And then my deadlift was 675 and my squat was at 605 at the time. Wow, so I was, I got, I just finished, I had gotten knee surgery at the end of the year for, um, when I finished at JMU. So I got knee surgery in November and then I kicked right into training right after surgery. It was just a quick cleanup with a meniscus tear. And then I got right into the training, had to get stronger, had to, I had to learn two positions because I was called what they, the term, they say tweener. So for some three four defenses, I would play outside linebacker. But for some teams in the four three defense, I would play uh, defensive end. So I was doing a lot of training with trying to learn both positions, and um, and I went from there. I just kicked it into gear right after surgery and just tried to get back on track just to be able to compete with the re- uh, the rest of the players out there. Gotcha. All right, Jordan. Um, going back here. Uh, your first career forced fumble came in the uh, Hall of Fame game on quarterback Thad Lewis. Uh, what was like that mm-hmm. feeling? Um, like, how could you like describe that feeling that you had? Man, uh, it, it it's still still freaking from wow. That was like what four, almost three, four years ago. Um, it still it still feels so surreal. Like in the moment, I just remember the offensive tackle telling me that because I tried to move on him that first play and I didn't and I missed the first time he's like oh you're not going to get that move and I just laughed at him and then I I hesitated for a quick second to hit the move again and easily got past him and had a free shot and just took it and um and I didn't even realize the ball was still out I just I just blacked and I knew I just I just laid him out and um and it was just crazy to me because in the moment, like I just saw my fam- my family was in that right corner of that end zone uh, in that stadium. I remember it was yesterday. It was um, my my family and my girlfriend at the time. It just it just moment paused, and they just saw them so happy and celebrating. So I remember that day like it was yesterday. So that, it was just it seemed it all seemed like a dream, honestly. And then like when getting back into the locker room and just seeing all the love and support from my friends and people back home. It was just, it, that's when it started to sink in that it was all real. Gotcha. Uh, so going back to where you're talking about the tackle on that play, uh, saying you're not going to get that move and <laughs> stuff and you laughing at them. So uh, back in, when you were in your playing days, were you pretty good trash talker, you'd say? Uh, no, the trash talking wasn't really my thing. Um, offensive linemen, like, I kind of just used the tactic of just laughing at it. It was just like, just like a little little chuckle really quickly or 
or, or just just staring at him. I don't really talking smack doesn't do much. Anybody can talk smack, and it's just how you play. Honestly, just put your hand down and go to work, and they'll respect you at the end of the game for that. Just giving it your all. So, are you uh, uh, trying to play in the AAF, and uh, what are your thoughts on that? I I, I think that is a great. I'm done. I put football behind me a long time ago, started coaching and working for the federal government now, and I'm enjoying that, this chapter right now, and I love coaching. Um, it's, it's something I wanted to do when I finished my career, just give back to the kids where, where I started. So I'm back at my high school right now, Robinson Secondary, just coaching there. I've been going on year four now. So, um, and then, um, back to the question. Uh, remind me of the question. Sorry about uh, that. What are your <laughs> thoughts on the AAF? Oh, AAF. Yeah, I like it. I think it's a good startup league for some of these guys to get some film to to get exposure. And I mean, they're on some national some national networks. And I have two teammates from JMU that are playing for the uh, Orlando that Orlando team, the Apollos. I think it's their their name is, and um, they're they're enjoying it. I've talked to them. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great league for exposure. I mean, a lot of a lot of players who have that dream and didn't and don't want to stop working for that dream. This is an opportunity for them to showcase their talents and uh, hopefully punch their ticket into the big stage. So I agree. With, I love it. You know, I love it for those guys, and and I hope most of them and I hope all of them get a shot at least a tryout for their work. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, looking back when you were a rookie. Uh, on the Giants, working with players like Jason Pierre-Paul and all these like experienced veterans, um, how were they able to like help you overall as like a player? And were they able like were they able like to teach you anything like that you needed for like? Um... Those guys being around, it was, it was JPP was like my big brother. Like I sat next to him in the in our meeting rooms, and I stayed with him after practice. I I count him as family to me, and. Him and Kiwanuka, who's a nine-year vet before he retired. Um, those guys were just nothing but family to me. Brothers, father figures, because in that game, they were just teaching me how to be a pro and not be a college athlete anymore. And um, one lesson I did take from from both of them, I took. They, they just told me, hey, don't come here on a team trying to learn something new. The coaches and the organization obviously saw something that you were doing at JMU that was great. So work on those things and perfecting those. He was just saying, don't try to learn so many new things. Just do what you were doing in college and try to transform it stronger and faster and go from there. And he said, that's what makes you different. And I, and that stuck with me when JPP told me that in uh and that's where some of the light just started to, to shed on me. So I was just trying to do what I did at JMU and have fun with it instead of stressing it. And Kiwanuka always said, I mean, it's as cliche as it sounds, um, control what you can control. And if it's out of your reach, don't even worry about it. Just handle what you can control. So I, I appreciate those guys so much. And, um, and they helped me a lot in my young career. All right. Well, uh, that pretty much wraps up all we got. Uh, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. No, I appreciate it, you guys. You guys keep doing your thing. If you guys need other people to talk to or reach out to and need any help or any way, I can 
do that. Just reach out to me any way you can. All right. All right. Yes, sir. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Thanks, man. Love you too. Later. Later. All right. See ya. All right. So now we're going to give you some uh, closure here on this NFL season. Super Bowl was what last Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. Rams Patriots. Eight days ago. It was a gritty game. Interesting. It was, yeah. It, it was a very gritty game. I liked it. Grit. Most people hated the game because there's no not, you not much offense. Game, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know football. That was true football there. That that takes you back to the Blackhawk you know, Potosi. Bud Grant days, you know. Shut up, Isaiah. Back in the day, you know, just ground and pound. Oh yeah, when they won their Super Bowl. <laughs> he he took us to four in like five years. You want to know something about Bud Grant? Yeah, I do actually. So we're gonna go back to 2015 uh, Wild Card Weekend. Oh, when he when he wore short sleeves. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's my story, not yours. Anyway, oh, don't tell a story that everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, at least Belichick didn't work uh, off this year. Seahawks at Vikings Wild Card Round. Uh, we know how the game ended. Anyway, I was no, there. No, I don't actually. I was there, 50 yard line. Shout out, uh, TCR. What happened that game? Oh, oh. Didn't they have like a two yard anyway, goal? Anyway, it's oh, like negative the... 75 out, and Bud Grant comes in shorts. That's my story. Screw you two for. 27 yard field goal wide left. <laughs> yeah, at least they had to reconfigure the goalposts. Story of Super Bowl happened last Sunday. Gritty game between the Rams and Patriots. Best Very technical gritty. football game, defense football games. Don't at me. A lot of people hated it. I just loved it, honestly. Yeah. It was a great honestly, special team. Game. Probably the funnest Defensive Super Bowl game. I've ever watched. I mean, if the Rams had pulled it out, I think Johnny Hecker was definitely Super Bowl MVP. Oh, yeah. Sure. Kind of reminded uh, me of Blackhawk Potosi. Blackhawk Potosi, yep. Uh, we were Blackhawk's biggest fans. Shout out uh, Coach Mills. Yeah. Uh, if you want to be on the pod, pod just hit us up. Yep. Send us some rings, too, since yeah. we were your biggest fans. So we, were, we were there for literally like all of your playoffs. Veer pitch pass is my favorite play. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I mean, they ran it twice when I was there. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Patriots, another Super Bowl. Another Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, We're still here. Yeah. Rams had nine punts, I believe. Ooh. Is that uh, right? Gronk, Gronk getting the hands of his girlfriend on the parade. Let's say the Rams won the, won the game. Would Johnny Hecker have been the MVP? He had to have been. No, he wouldn't have been, but he would have won 3 nothing. He would have been most deserving. I, I don't think he would have uh, kicker. I don't know. Probably just give it to Jared Goff. I don't know. I don't know. Jared Goff had Jared what, Goff is he had one reception. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure he won, and he barely had two hundred yards. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I don't Todd Gurley. I think Sean McVay needs a again. new quarterback. Rams need a new coach? Question mark. <laughs> no, he got out coached. He did get out coached, but it's tough to. Belichick. I think, I Everybody they, gets out coached by Belichick. The inexperience. Obviously. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to make it back, though, I'll be honest. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they have a pretty good chance. They got, a, they got a young core, honestly. Do they? Uh, they're not making it back next year, that's for sure. Who is? Who? Uh, a team Red. about up northwest from here in Minneapolis. Oh, northeast. How'd they do this year in the playoffs? Uh, no, that would be like Michigan. You northeast dumb. Would be, oh. uh, Green Bay. RJ's calling it Detroit Lions. Isaiah, why do you think that the Vikings have a chance to make it next year? Do, do you want me to go into it? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Into it. Kirk Cousins, year one, uh, Butterflies out of his system. Year one, boss. Well, butterflies? Boss. He's never beaten a good team in his life. That what is also mean? true. Okay. Has is, he won a playoff game yet? Is this your segment or my segment? No. 
Is it? Uh, um, yeah, well, oh, we're gonna oh, call you out. Who, who, who's, who's talking? Who's we're talking? Call you who's out talking? Who's talking? No, we're gonna who, call you out if you say something. Who, who has the conch right now? Who has the conch? Isaiah has the conch. All right, fine. We'll respond. Okay. Defense still top five in the league, and you can't deny that. Don't call me stupid. All right, you agree? You agree? They nodded their heads. Uh, we'll talk afterwards. <laughs> okay. Anyway, as you can see, after the Super Bowl, defense wins. Defense wins championships. We got rid of our very incompetent uh, offensive coordinator. And okay, you know what? I'm done. Watch it. Uh, 2020. All right, let's uh, respond to that. Okay, they don't have Belichick, so. Their defense isn't as good as the Patriots. Okay, that is a bunch of hoopla. Oh, oh all right, Cuba points. City student <laughs> section. They gave up three points to the one of the best. I'd say arguably the, the best offense in the NFL this year. Yeah, or the I mean, Chiefs are probably number one, obviously. Yeah, but they also beat them in the AFC Championship. Yeah, so. So I'm just saying, how the Vikings do in the playoffs again? I'm saying they did the exact yeah, same yeah. as the Packers. So don't I'm not saying that they're going to be Super Bowl champs next year. I wouldn't. I'm yeah. just I'm just hoping for improvement, honestly. I don't know. You're at the bottom. There's only one way you can get that. Cool. Dude, has there been an, any more depressing game to watch than Bears at Vikings week, whatever that was? I mean, 17? Yeah. Or are you talking. When you guys were, if you won, you got in. Bears yeah, at Vikings. That'd be week 17. Yeah. Was that. Do you have an any more depressing moment in your life besides that game? Yeah, multiple. Like. Uh, like 2009 NFC Championship versus Saints, 2015 Wild Card against the Seahawks, and probably uh, 2018 uh, NFC Championship versus the Eagles. So, and probably 1999 NFC right. Championship against Atlanta. Okay, you weren't alive. Yeah, but I was probably in the womb, and I probably cried. My I mean, they shouldn't have been against the Eagles anyway. It should have been the Saints. Honestly, okay, we, we last won the year, Eagles. We won the game before, so it should have been us. So shut your pie hole. Look, uh, Eagles were a team of destiny last year. I'll give that one a pass to you guys. Shouldn't have lost by 41, though. Big. Uh, 31. Big Nick. 48, Nick 7. Foles. Doesn't matter. We all know his uh, nickname. He was unstoppable last year. What's his nickname? Uh, Big Rick. Richard and Nick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. also last year. So, I mean. Tom Didn't, like, good. half the Bears' defense score on you guys? Like, they were just no. bringing in linebackers to play tight end. They were I tossing them passes. I do I remember that. I was on the was on the, uh, was on the radio. Oh, I remember it? that. Was it? I'm pretty sure I tweeted about it. Oh, did you? Probably didn't like it. So. All right, now we're just going to recap the uh, NBA trade deadline here. Uh, so Most exciting sport there is. Oh, yeah. The biggest um, one is probably Kristaps, right? Next to probably. Well, that surprised a lot of people. That was Knicks, yeah, that was all in like one day. All the... the next hour he's gone. Maverick's probably a uh, probably a left team now, I'd say. Easily. Eight oh, yeah, for so sure, Luka, for sure. Luka and Kristaps and Kristaps and Kristaps again. Dirk, last season. Dirk, the ageless wonder. Yeah, I mean, still hits a three pretty well. He is. Still got that. I mean, nice he's, in, he's in the All-Star game, so he's what? still good. 76ers, they acquired uh, Tobias Harris, and what's the guy's name? Boban. Boban Marjanovic. Boban. Oh, he's on the magic. Who got Mark Helfels? Yeah, that was a bust. Biggest bust in the... Are the 76ers years. the best team in the East now? No way. Um, probably not. Probably Bucks. I don't. I don't know. They're up there though. I'd say Bucks. Them. I mean, Celtics are. Celtics are Bucks in the garbage stay. right now. No, I think Bucks Celtics will just turn it on during the yeah. postseason. I don't. I don't know though. They don't. I think really Kyrie will just take over. If Bucks stay healthy. I, I think Kyrie's gone for sure though. 
I don't know. Going to Knicks. Knicks, maybe. Knicks. Knicks released Ennis uh, Cantor. Anyone cares about that? Didn't the Knicks get Dennis Smith Jr. in that trade? Yeah, they did. Wouldn't that be pretty pretty good for them? I don't know. He's, he's not a bad player. DeAndre Jordan, too. Yeah, but. DeAndre Jordan, he's his free throw percentage. Kind of like Kyle. Better, yeah, better than like yours. I like that improvement from last year to this year. Shut up. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. I guess, you know. Pulls apart off Connor's career free throw percentage is 36%. Let's not talk about that. Let's look up down here, Jordan. That's embarrassing. Whose shot's more broke? Oh, I think it's Jordan. No. No oh. way. Oh. Fultz, Jordan, or Connor? Should we do some sort of, like, contest? Like, free throw contest? We're just bringing people. They can Hang beat on, Connor in the free, free throw. throw. You get 10 get shots. All right, new contest. 10 shots. 10 free throw shots. If you make four, Connor has to pay you $10. Danger Zone pays you. Uh, Connor, we have no money. Yeah. We will get money from Now them. accepting donations. <laughs> um, okay. And then uh, Mark Gasol went to the Raptors. All right. Which, which Gasol is that? Is that the good one or bad one? Uh, they were both Powell's pretty dang league, good. Isn't he? What yeah. happened? They were both Powell's pretty dang good. Powell was a Mark Gasol is one that played for the Grizzlies. Oh, Powell yeah. Gasol played for the Grizzlies too. Yeah, he got traded for Mark Gasol. Well, Powell was a lot better player. I'll say that. Yeah, he was. Kobe couldn't win without Powell. He also had Kobe. That's yeah, but Kobe couldn't win without Powell. It's debatable. Uh, no. Put some respect yeah. on the no, goal. You just name. put you good, good guy or a good post guy. When he lost Shaq, Kobe. you know, he needed a big post guy. And that was Kobe didn't play. win. He had Shaq. He would not win without a post player. I know. Well, he had Shaq. And then, and then he didn't up. have anybody. And then they went out and got like Lamar Odom and Powell. They got and Dwight, Dwight Howard. Good. Dwight Howard for a year. No, that. Nothing went Dwight Howard. They also had Steve Nash that year. Stop. All that ended up. Yeah. I was supposed Two, to be like the three first super team or, so? or something. I don't know what it was. It they was, were supposed it was to be a really garbage good. team. Did yeah, they make bad. the playoffs? I think they year? did make the playoffs. And then Lamar Odom almost definitely died out, definitely out that brothel. Like they sneaked in, I'll snuck in there. The first round, but yeah, they exited quick. Shout out. Jabari Parker, former Buck, got traded from the Bulls to the Wizards. Oh, wow. Had a couple nice dunks oh, Saturday night. I don't know. He just needs to find the right system, honestly. Like oh, no, man. I think he's a bust. I think he's a good player. He's Auto Porter's system. What's his, his, is this his third or fourth year? Oh, he's been in the oh. Jabari? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, you can declare him a bust. Uh, no, because he tore his no, ACL. His bust. First. He tore his ACL second year, I believe. Second year. What, did, what did the Bulls get? Did he sign with the Bulls in the free agent, or did we trade him down there? They signed with them. I don't know. Pretty sure he signed with them. Well, that's unfortunate. Bulls got Otto Porter for him. Solid player. I don't know. I don't know who won that trade, honestly. Otto Porter played for Georgetown. Thank you, Timlin. Georgetown. McClung. He had a good game. They got beat by uh, the 15th seed Florida Gulf Coast that year. That one year. Dunk City. Mac McClung. He is Dunk City, honestly. Ah, they are not that good. He's extremely underrated. They are a bad team. They are, but Mac's coming on. Patrick Ewing is the coach. Good for him. For Georgetown? Yep. Good coach. No, good player. I mean, I played with him on uh, 2K a lot back in the day. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Played yeah. with him too. He's a good player. Yeah, good player. Good man. Won a championship at Georgetown. 1984, I believe. Oh, yeah, I think everybody knows that. So. Do, yeah. how, how do you know that, honestly? Because I uh, you just like go watch home. a lot of TV. <laughs> so, makes sense. 1983 was NC State. Who's 1982? 
North Carolina. Indiana. Jeez. Uh, that was Steve Alford's That's team. impressive. No, excuse me. That was Isaiah I'm Thomas. Not I'm not sure if you're lying or uh, not, goat? though. So. Question mark? Isaiah Thomas? I mean, he has a good name. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas', Thomas? team. Good yeah. team. I mean, my middle name's Thomas, too. So Is it? Yeah. Good for you guys. Thank you. St. Thomas. Yeah. Uh, shout out. Uh, patron saint of winning. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think that's a thing, but. 1980 was Louisville, in case you were wondering. Okay. Denny Crone was their coach. Yes. Wow. 1979 was Michigan State. Magic Johnson played on that team. 1992. Along with Gregory Kelser. 1992, that was Duke. That was one of their uh, that was back-to-back years. You know, Leitner, Grant Hill, Bobby Hurley. 2001. 2001 was also Duke. That's quite a stupid question. Yeah. You just want to name off all the Duke years or something? Sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I was a good I team. No Carlos Boozer. You know, um, Chris Duhon, he was pretty good. Is he a uh, Shane Battier, Shane Battier, Jay Williams, Dunleavy. Dunleavy, up. Oh, yeah. Is he a genius at college basketball history? Yeah, I am. <laughs> self-anointed. Sure he is. Self-anointed genius, self-anointed. <laughs> I'm not self-anointed. That's from the American Took Marriage Ministries. <laughs> That's from the American Marriage Ministries. So you can take it up with them. Huh? Yeah, if anybody's out there wanting to get married. Let me know. I can, I can do it. Legally. Got a certificate. Thank you. Thanks for that. All right. And uh, so that's it for this uh, lovely episode of the pod. Um, thanks for listening. Um, make sure to like and subscribe on iTunes or um, Apple Podcasts, I guess it would be. Uh, tell all your friends about us. You know, spread the word. We're going to start some new uh, marketing tactics so you can look out for or watch those um a lot of of big games coming up this week yeah so our next episode is gonna be a lot to talk about so um just like this one yeah kind of going to the badger game on tuesday it's a big game against michigan state pretty big game it's a big game michigan state isn't good anymore so i guess there's no chance to storm the court but i had my chance and blew it so no you were there remember that first guard yeah you did All right, anyway, love you guys. Bye.